I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. Great to have you, and I get to talk about, uh, you know, one of the things that I like, and that is filmmaking, especially Christian filmmaking. And today we're going to uh, look at a film called Sun Moon. It is available now on Pure Flix. And uh, I know sometimes you think that maybe uh, I, I work for Pure Flix. I don't. I just love what they do. <laughs> I, just, I love I love the fact that there's a place where there are good Christian films uh, being made, being brought to, one place where you can go subscribe for uh, not very much, the price of coffee for a month, right, and see good films. So I'm a friend of Pure Flix. And Sun Moon is available now, and there are a couple of people that are involved in that. The writer-director, Sydney Tooley. Uh, much of the story is based on her life, and she'll tell you about that. Uh, and then the uh, producer of the film uh, is Steve Taylor, who many of you may remember. Uh, he was a musician in the, in the 80s and 90s, uh, a lot of great albums. I was a fan, so I'll try not to geek out when he comes on a little bit later. Uh, but they are both at Lipscomb University. He's an assistant professor, and she's an adjunct professor at Lipscomb. So there's some interesting things coming coming out of there um i want to kick it off though before we talk to both of them with the trailer uh again this is sun moon available now on pure flicks check this out and we will be back with some of the key filmmakers kelsey go away okay hey girls Hey, Maida. I'm sorry to hear about, what do people call it? Getting left at the altar. Okay, well, mm, keep praying. I think God uses everything. What you love, your mistakes, your whims. I guess if you're stuck, maybe take a leap of faith. He offered me a job. Teaching in Taiwan. What? There's nothing for me here. You should go. Before you start crying. This is your class. Please. Teacher, are you from America? Are you a movie star? Do you watch American movies? Fast and Furious. Okay. Okay. Can you help me? I don't know what I'm doing. I can't go back, and I refuse to admit one more failure, you know? God, you don't understand English because. Me too. This is embarrassing. Today, we are working on ING verbs. I'm boring. English is hard, but you are so smart. How did you learn to work with the students? By doing their wrong first, a lot. <laughs> These kids need to be loved, and I want to love. But I am afraid if I love anything too much, God's just going to take it all away. Don't be scary. <laughs> Don't be scared. So when are you going to show me Taiwan? Sun Moon Lake. This is so beautiful. Teacher, you want to go to Night Market? 
Wow. What are your dreams? Memory. It's everything. Sydney Tooley is the writer and director of Sun Moon, and she joins us now. Sydney, great to have you on Life Today Live. It's great to be with you. So you must be very excited. What has this experience been like for you? It is it is wild. <laughs> it is uh it's like being thrown in the deep end. You know, they always say, you know, you're never ready for your first feature film and I definitely was not ready for my first feature film but also i don't know if anybody is so it's great um so i'm very excited that it's done um that people are getting to see it that we got to bring this story uh, to life for people now um you know much of the story is based on your life uh mm -hmm. what what are some of the similarities and maybe what are some of the differences yeah so Probably I'd say somewhere between 50-60% of the film is based on my life. Um, and then I, and I'll preface by saying I did not get left at the altar. I know that really bums people out, but you know, the drama, but, um, but I, uh, a lot of when you're watching the film, uh, a lot of the scenes with students, probably 99% of those, uh, the dialogue between students and uh, the teacher is uh, from real conversations I had, all of the students um, are based on students that I taught there. Uh, we the the two sisters are based on me and my sister. Um, and I know there's like she the the issue she had with her mom and how her mom's in the hospital. It's kind of based on um, uh, my aunt uh, was going through cancer and um, ended up passing away while I was living in Taiwan. So it was kind of my way of saying goodbye mm. to her um when i wasn't able to so there's a lot of like really deep you know personal ties to this and even in the classrooms you can see my students when they were in seventh grade um they are now grown up and they're in the movie so that was very cool as well <laughs> to be able to work with them nice now it's uh, some another aspect of the film that i find very interesting uh, that it's based on your life a very real experience and actually a real experience of the production is that you're you're bridging uh, two different cultures here. Mm -hmm. What are some of, the, some of the dynamics of of all of that? Because that's a that's a great backdrop to the story and has to be, uh, you know, a very uh, a strong influence uh, on you as a person. Yeah, um, I I love filming overseas with other cultures. Uh, there's a lot of pros and cons to doing it. I think, but it was really fun. Um, and then we actually filmed on the campus where I taught. Um, so in shots, you can see the house that my parents still live in and they are still there currently. Um, and it's, it's really interesting trying to bridge the gap, uh, because Eastern and Western thought are very different. And I think that's kind of the title too, as well of, of the film is Sun Moon, because we do live at Sun Moon Lake, which is there. Um, and a lot of it circles around that. But I was also thinking, you know, when my parents are awake, and it's sunny there like here it's nighttime and so you're literally on two separate sides of the the world um but it was really fun working over there and they have they're very different from us they uh, are all about saving face so it's really interesting working with those crews because they you can you know when you're on set and you're moving really fast you'd be like hey can you not do that and later they'd come up and be like i'm so and I'm like, mm. no, it's fine. We're just, we're just moving, mm. you know, <laughs> or you'd have the actors be like, Hey, can you do this thing? Um, and they'd say, yeah. And I'd say, okay, do you, 
you know what I said? And they said, mm-hmm. And then they would not. <laughs> so there's a lot of like, okay, we need to backtrack. Let's do it again. <laughs> um, but they're such giving people. Uh, the Taiwanese are so much fun to work with. They're so giving. The whole town, the whole community there really pitched in to help us. All those locations uh, were pretty much donated or given to us to work in for free. Um, and, uh, you know, you'd have people coming up to you uh, being like, thank you for making this movie. Mm. Um, thank you for telling our story mm. and bringing awareness to Taiwan and stuff. So it was it was very um, giving to work with them. Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you had a chance to screen it over there yet? I did screen it with the students that we worked with, just a really small um, kind of private screening yeah. for them. And it, it plays as two entirely different movies it's very cool because that was kind of a goal i had going into it but you know you never know if that's gonna work (laughs) um and so uh i wanted to when i was writing it uh the whole goal from the beginning was that there's no subtitles for uh the mandarin because as an american watching it you should feel lost uh with our main character you should feel what it feels like to stand in front of a group of kids who don't speak mm. English and try to teach without knowing how to do it. Um, but that creates a really cool environment to watch it with the Taiwanese because in when you're watching it with Americans, they laugh where they're supposed to. And like, you know, it, it plays as you would think it would. And then when you play it over there, it like what it's like watching them get things that, you know, you put in there, but you don't know if they're going to work and then you forget what they are and then they laugh and you're like, are they supposed to laugh there? I guess that's good. So it's really fun watching it with them. And the school was just really fun to watch the students see themselves on screen. And, oh, that's um, great. yeah, yeah, yeah so no, no, that's, that's great. Now you, you started uh, the production on this um, at a difficult time. Uh, was the whole COVID mess just a nightmare at times? Oh yeah. Um, we started filming in the summer of two twenty one, I think. And, uh, we, the whole thing was supposed to be a little bit smoother because Taiwan hadn't shut down because of COVID just yet. Um, and we finished the first week of filming and then they immediately shut the country down and we were like, Oh no. (laughs) So we sat for a good nine months, uh, you know, waiting to see if we were going to get to go, uh, to Taiwan, we had, I mean, my actress, uh, stuck with me for that long, you know, I, we'd check in be like, you still with us, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I had to go down to the embassy myself and talk to them be like, we really need to go over there. Cause we're trying to make a movie. Um, and it was kind of a miracle. Uh, and it's amazing. Like what, what happens when you talk to people about, I mean, just talk to them face to face. Cause I went down to the embassy and she, um, the person we worked with, after about 10, 15 minutes of talking to her, like about Taiwan and just, you know, connecting with her, she had our visas and we, Mm. we were off. Um, so we did have a two week quarantine on the other side. Uh, that was fun. (laughs) A lot of COVID protocols. Uh, but, um, once we were there and filming, we didn't, we were fortunate to not have, uh, anybody get COVID while we were on the set. So we didn't have to shut down. Um, and we, we breezed through it once we got over there. So yeah, it was tough, but it was it was a good experience for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, for a first time project, it's it's tough enough just to make the film to have to do the whole COVID thing. I can't even imagine. So that it's that, wild. Yeah, so I mean that that's obviously very difficult. What what 
looking back on the production part of it, what, what was your favorite part? Oh, man. I, I loved being able to work with my students hmm. um, on the production because I had taught them sort of how movies were made. And um, in 2020, right before the pandemic, we had shot a teaser that was like a minute and a half long with the original students that everybody's based on. And we were going to run and gun this project for like $11,000 or something. It was, it was, <laughs> one of, I'm glad we did not do that. Um, but it was really fun to go back and have those kids be so influential with the film itself. Like they were uh, very helpful when it came to uh, talking about the different teachers they'd worked with. Uh, the character of Horace is actually based on a teacher I worked with and it was their homeroom teacher who um, unfortunately passed away and the movie is dedicated to him. Um, but they actually would talk to um, uh, Justin Chen uh, about kind of how that character was and how that teacher was and uh they were so involved and and it was very cool to go back and be able to see your students like all grown up and be part of your production yeah no that that is that is a unique opportunity now last question for you when now that it's out uh, you know people are starting to watch it you're starting to get some feedback um what do you what do you want people to walk away with what's your bottom line i would First of all, I'd love for people to see how beautiful Taiwan is. This movie was always meant to be kind of my love letter to Taiwan for me to give back because that country gave so much to me when I was living there. Um, but I'd also like them to come away with the idea that, you know, God doesn't always work the way that we think he will. Uh, we had this um, this idea that would you rather travel with the map or the map maker. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a, it's really interesting when people, you know, just kind of spew off like Jesus, take the wheel. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> don't say that. Like that, you can, you'll fully go off roading somewhere in a jungle quite literally. And that's kind of how the whole thing ended up uh, becoming, you know, what it was. And so I think I'd really love people to walk away with this idea that, you know, God's not contained and he doesn't work the way we think he will, but everything does work out eventually. Hmm. Very good. Very good. I, li I like that. that. That's good. And I'm looking forward to watching it myself. You guys can watch it on Pure Flix now. Sydney, uh, thank you. Appreciate your time and congratulations on your film. Thank you so much. That was Sydney Tooley. And uh, next we have Steve Taylor, but I'll tell you again Sun Moon is available now on Pure Flix. And now I have the uh, producer of the film, uh, someone that uh, whose music I find him legendary in, in music. By the way, uh, he's in fact he's a two-time Grammy nominee as well. He also directed a movie called The Second Chance and Blue Light Jazz, based on the Donald Miller book. Uh, and that's Steve Taylor. He's the producer of Sun Moon, and we have him with us right now. Steve, great to see you. Good to see you, Randy. So how I, I guess when I saw your name, I was like. Okay, he's doing movies. And then I went and saw that you directed Blue Light Jazz, and I was like, wow, where have I been? How did you go <laughs> from, you know, recording albums and producing albums for others and stuff and to get in more of the, the filmmaking side? Yeah, it had always been an interest. When I was in college, uh, I was going to Colorado University in Boulder, and I was studying music, but I was equally interested in film, and they had a fledgling film program that I took all the classes. Uh, what I didn't 
quite understand early on is their program was for avant-garde filmmaking <laughs> as opposed to storytelling. <laughs> and I just assumed all film programs were like that. I never learned anything about telling a story in the program. It was probably good experience for making music videos because, you know, they don't have to make sense. But uh, all my learning on how to make, you know, feature narrative films was trial and error. Um, and when I had a I had a record label, as you probably heard, that had Sixpence None the Richer on it and Burlap to Casimir and different acts, when that came to an end, it was like, well, I've always wanted to get into filmmaking more seriously. I'd done a lot of music videos for myself and for other artists, but it's like that felt like a, a good time to make the switch. And so uh, it was around 2000, early 2000s when I uh got serious about filmmaking and uh that's i still do some music but that's been more my focus since then well and and i love it and by the way i was listening to burlap to cashmere lately and that that still sounds fresh great band it's so, so good isn't it <laughs> it really it really is so anybody, uh but so I'm, I'm curious about you because um i did go back and listen to meltdown again uh and some things jumped out at me in the i mean you were you were not the typical Christian artist at the time, and lyrically, you were taking on some big things. Um, I, I've always viewed you of more of an, an, a very artistic type, uh, and so I'm curious when you start getting into filmmaking, what what you're trying to achieve, because your, your fingerprints on a film are going to look different, I think, than uh, some of the other ones that are out there, especially in the Christian marketplace, and I didn't even realize you had an avant-garde background. Right, right. Yeah, I, you know, since you've seen this for a while, you saw kind of how Christian music in particular grew a lot and it kind of the art form eventually got elevated to the point where a lot of Christian bands started getting signed to mainstream labels and getting on the radio and, you know, the, 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 quality just kept rising. Um, when it comes to Christians involved in filmmaking, especially more kind of faith oriented films, you know, it's kind of been a similar trajectory. Mm -hmm. It's getting better and better. And the, uh, the, the quality is going up and the scripts are getting better. And the, the, the kind of subject matter is expanding, mm -hmm. I think in good ways. Um, I didn't, what was happening is I've, I'm the filmmaker in residence at Lipscomb University in Nashville. And um, my grad assistant uh, had had the experience that uh, gets portrayed in Sun Moon where between college and grad school, she'd gone to Taiwan and taught English for a year up in the mountains of Taiwan. And she would tell me these stories about what it was like in the classroom. And I thought they were interesting. I said, well, why don't you put those into a screenplay format just so I could see what it looked like. And she did, and it was good. So I helped her. <laughs> develop that into a, a feature screenplay and um uh and then the head of sony affirm which is sony's faith-based uh film label uh liked the pitch and agreed to put the money up for us to make it um you know it's it's not exactly the type of movie that ha has some similarities with things i've done in the past but this is you know, it's a nice, sweet movie. It's uh, it's filmed in an exotic location, but in some ways it ties in with projects I've done in the past too. And that, you know, even going back to the Newsboys down under the big top, which was a, a hour long comedy with the Newsboys, they were going to clown school. And then the second chance, Michael W. Smith's character is kind of getting schooled by being sent to a urban church. And mm -hmm. 
like jazz takes place on a college campus. And so uh, I think that's probably the main through line. So, so what do you, what do you want to see? What's your, what's your goal? What are your desires when it comes to Christian filmmaking? Well, we see the, the, the production value going up and, um, you know, I'm friends with the Irwin brothers and just saw their latest movie, Jesus revolution. And they've done a a, a lot to kind of elevate both the, uh, the the quality and the kind of uh, commercial uh, uh, appeal, um, you know what Dallas is doing with the Chosen is fantastic, and I'm forgetting a number of people that I should be giving shout outs to as well. Uh, we've just seen the quality rise, and we've also seen the 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 stories kind of expand from, uh, you know, what used to be a pretty kind of simplistic formulaic formulaic yes that's the way (laughs) is that that fair uh, okay things that are more interesting and i think sun moon is interesting as well um you know as americans and especially as american christians we can get a little uh inward focused and uh i love the idea that uh um kelsey's character goes to taiwan and finds uh there not only a, a, a purpose for a life, but a vibrant uh, community of uh, fellow Christians. And that's happening all over the world, despite uh, um, our sense that, you know, Jesus is somehow an American. So um, <laughs> uh, I, I like that aspect of the story as well. I'm, I'm curious if you have any thoughts about the, and this is a tough one, I get it. So there's no right or wrong answer. But when when you look at the shift that is taking place uh, has taken place, continues to take place in the consumption, the viewer end of things. Uh, I mean, it is vastly different and continues to rapidly evolve. And by that, uh, I mean, there's more ways to see things. Uh, people see things more on their own terms rather than conforming to the studio's way of doing things, insisting you have to come into a theater. So when we look at Sun Moon and it's on Pure Flix, right? I mean, that's a that's an app. I can watch it on my 65-inch HD TV at home. I can watch it on my phone on the airplane. I can consume however the consumer wants. Um, how has that impacted? Has that have you have you felt that impact on sort of the filmmaking side of things? Well, one of the nice things about this project is Rich Peluso when he said I want to do this, he he said let's make this for. Pureflix. And so we knew the home was before we ever shot a frame of film. We knew that where this was going and we were able to budget it in a way that, you know, I think we got a, a, a pretty big budget look for a movie shot on two continents, but it was still a, a pretty tight budget. Um, and uh, but I love the idea that it's going to be available and so many uh, so easily as opposed to, you know, having to go to a theater on the right weekend and all the hassle that goes into putting a marketing plan together, all those things. Uh, I think this is going to be a lot more accessible and hopefully it will be seen by a lot of people. So what, what do you tell your, uh, the people that you work with, the young ones coming up when, when they want to make films, what do you, what, what's your angle on the best way to go about making good quality Christians films that people can see? Right. Well, we really emphasize the, the screenwriting to begin with is that, uh, if you want to tell stories, you know, you got to learn the craft and uh, no good movie was ever made from a bad screenplay. So uh, we start there and then we spend a lot of time emphasizing working with actors, uh, um, you know, 
most student films are bad, not because they don't know how to use a camera, because the writing and the acting are terrible. And uh, <laughs> right. here at uh, Lipscomb, it's actually the School of Theater and Cinematic Arts. So our students are working with theater students all the time and making their short films with people who are serious about acting. Um, we were really fortunate in Sun Moon to have uh, Mackenzie Mosey as the lead. She was uh, played Rapunzel in the movie version of Into the Woods opposite Meryl Streep and is a fantastic actress. Uh, Justin Chin, who was uh, uh, Taiwanese, um, actually just uh, finished a Netflix series where he's the lead alongside Michelle Yeoh uh, in a oh, wow. project called Brother's Son. Um, uh, Madison McLaughlin was has done a lot of great work in Arrow and other uh, shows on the CW. Um, so we got a really good cast. And then the big surprise is if you've ever heard of the comedian Leanne Morgan, um, I didn't realize what a big deal she was, but uh, she has a, a small role in the movie and uh, she's delightful. And of course, she right now has a Netflix comedy special that's one of their top 10 shows. So it's uh, well worth seeing. Oh, good. No, and and I do, I do like to see better in talent coming into the projects. It just makes a film easier to get into more believable when you're not distracted by someone yes. who is honing their craft while on so so what's next for you we're going to see you behind the camera directing anytime soon? Um, i've got a project that i'm hoping to get off the ground uh it's a political comedy and really how could you do a movie these days that's political and not be a comedy but um uh, I've also been working with Mike Naraki, a longtime friend who is uh, the co-creator of VeggieTales and voice of Larry the Cucumber. Oh, yeah. I actually share an office with him. And uh, he's got a new project, an animated project called the Dead Sea Squirrels that I'm producing. And uh, it's been a blast. And not only uh, do we get to work together, but every episode has a song that uh, Mike and I tend to co-write. So if you can imagine... Um, some kind of meeting of the minds between where is my hairbrush and meltdown at Madame Tussauds. You're yeah. probably on the right track. That, well, that, that's, that sounds good. Do you do much music at all anymore? I haven't heard anything. Well, do some music. Uh, the band that brought me to Nashville, Chagall Guevara had a uh, reunion and has a new album out called Halcyon Days. And then we did a, a show at the Ryman last summer. Um, oh. It was uh, a lot of fun and it was good to be back on stage and, uh, uh, remember what that was like. Yeah, good. Um, I'll have to check that out. I, I wasn't yes. aware of it. So, all right, Steve Taylor, love talking to you. Uh, love seeing your work, music, and film. Uh, please keep it up, uh, and and don't don't let them the the gifts that God has put in you. Don't let anybody try to dull them because they're they're special and they're good. Anything you want to add before I let you go? That's very kind, Randy. I'll I'll, I'll leave it at that. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Sun Moon is the movie. It is available right now on Pure Flix, and you should go check it out. And my goodness, I, I, you know, I sound like I'm a salesman for Pure Flix when I do this, but I'm going to keep doing it. Just go subscribe. Subscribe to Pure Flix. You'll get to see new movies when they come out like Sun Moon, a lot of great back movies. But most importantly, you will be putting your dollars behind a voice that says we want these kinds of films your monthly subscription makes it possible for them to, to fund films like sun moon uh to acquire more things uh and you know i've got a netflix subscription because i like to watch things on netflix i got amazon prime and i've got pure flicks because i'm, I'm gonna make sure that we not just you, know, you don't want to just complain about the marketplace like we should, you know we need more movies or this Disney movies off the rails because they are. We need to say, hey, here's my few dollars a month to build a platform where people like Steve Taylor 
uh, and other fine young talent can come in and uh, have a place to they know their film's going to. I think it's interesting. Steve said, we made this for Pure Flix. That's because Pure Flix has built itself up big enough and strong enough to be able to welcome filmmakers like Steve into it. So that's my sermon for the end of it. Uh, but go check it out. Uh, Pureflix.com. You can get a free trial, but subscribe and uh, watch Sun Moon. Share it with your family and friends. And and this is how we create that, uh, what uh, Dan Bongino calls the, the parallel economy. And I want to do that in the Christian space. Appreciate you guys being here. Days. Hit share, hit like, hit follow, Thank subscribe. You, you can see more interviews like this. And we'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live. Television, the drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation TV. You're the fruit. You're the fruit. You're the fruit. Exports.